Would you rather marry Nigel Burbrook or have Lady Featherington as your mom? Bridgerton, center chat. Let's talk. Welcome to the Center Cut Center Chat. I am Michael. And I am Dave. Dave, this is exciting. This is our inaugural episode of Center Chat. Oh, I feel like we're breaking our cherry of Center Chat. The way that this will work, we're going to ask a question based on the last piece of media that we watched, which hopefully you've listened to that episode already, so you know about Bridgerton in this case. And we're going to discuss, we're going to come up with our answers, and then we're going to want to know what you think. If you haven't listened to our Bridgerton episode, go check it out or listen to this first and then go check it out after. Whatever you want to do. I, I don't rule you. I, I'm going to charge you. Do what you want. In this episode, we're wondering which we would rather have Lord Burbrook as a husband or Lady Featherington as a mother. Oof, that uh, That is tough. So let's agree off the bat. Both things are terrible. So off the bat, I would rather die. <laughs> a point of clarification, if I may. This is important to this question. Mm -hmm. Are we assuming our current sexual preferences and genders? Or are we pretending to be females? Like we're a woman marrying Burbrook and, and a woman who has Lady Featherington as her mom. Let's say we just take a gender out of it altogether. Well, but I think it matters what what gender you are, because, I mean, A, as a man who is into a woman, me staying a man makes the Nigel situation inherently worse. And also as a man, it would make the Lady Featherington situation better. Inherently because I better, feel like, yeah. Because I feel like most of the time, the abrasive parent-child relationship is with the same sex. So like mother-daughter, father-son, she'd probably be nicer to a man. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, and especially in this case, because it is so profoundly male-driven society. For a woman, a male-driven society. Yeah, right. exactly. So, yeah, I understand where you're coming from, where we need to make a distinction for this one. So let's say we are a woman looking to marry Bearbrook. Burbrook. Burbrook. And a daughter who is having to live under Lady Featherington. Okay. I, I think that makes the most sense to frame it that way. That's the most fair way to, to have this argument. Okay. To me, I think this comes down to a time thing. So life expectancy in 1815 Britain was like 40 fucking one. So, which is ridiculous that our life expectancy is almost doubled in a hundred or 200 years. Let's say that you married Nigel around 15 because that was, I feel like that's roughly the marriage age. You would have 25 years of sheer torture on your hands, wherein the mean mama situation, she's your mean mama for your entire life. Well, actually, she probably dies when you're like 20 to 25. So I guess it's actually probably about the, it's probably about the same time investment. Uh, yeah. And I would say in that in that argument, I at the same time would almost say that when you marry into a, a another family you are not completely distancing but definitely distancing yourself from 
the family that you grew up with. Like you're not going to spend nearly as much time with your mother as you did when you were a child after you've married. So I think that, you know, in the assessment that you made of, of you'd be spending around the same time with either of them, there is probably a five to 10 year window in between where you are married to Burbrook and also have Lady Featherington still as your living mother. But in that range of time, the being married to Burbrook is going to affect you greater than having Lady Featherington as your mother. Well, I get what you're saying, but the scenario would never be that you're both like Lady Featherington isn't your mom and you have to marry Burbrook. It's one or the other. So like you would have a different mom. If oh, you married, that's a good if point. Well, no, but OK, so so let's even say you have married someone else. There is a a time frame in which, you know, if you're saying she's going to die when you're 25 from when you were 15 or 16 and married until you're 25, you were spending much more time with your mm. current husband than you would be with your mother. So she would be mm. less of a part of your life from that point on than she was in the early years. So I think saying that you have 25 years of her being your bitchy mother is a little bit of a high estimate considering that the the final years of her life she'd be a little less involved. That's a very good point. I I hadn't thought of that. So actually, so in the end, it's actually you're going to have to spend more time with Burbrook than yeah. yes, than than you would with your mother. Okay. So that's important. That is that is definitely an important distinction. I mean, again, both of these people suck. So Lady Featherington sucks because she's self-serving and doing all these things like forcing you to wear tight corsets and making fun of dark skinned girls. And Nigel sucks because he's ugly. He eats crackers like a doofus and he's rapey and uninteresting. Which of those is worse? Yeah. So I made kind of a pros are unimportant at this point to me. I think there are none. So no. it's really a list of cons. There are some pros, though. <laughs> no, there are some pros. Like if Lady Featherington was your mom, you're kind of rich. For some of your life. I mean, obviously, at the end, we <laughs> see, you know, we see that her dad bets it all away and dies. But there was a point where they were rich. So, like, you're going to have most of what you need. And yeah, but you're marrying into a lord in Burbrook who also is going to have money. Yeah, that's true. So so money really shouldn't be in, taken into consideration unless you're marrying outside of the the normal households of lords and ladies, but then you're uh, dead to everyone in society anyways. No, you're right. So money really isn't a factor in this because you're going to be, you're going to be well off no matter what. You can just keep shitting on peasant heads, no matter which one of these avenues Agreed. you take. And if anything, in <sighs> the Burbrook situation, you would have more input in the monetary future of yourself rather than when you were with your family, where you were just at the behest of your parents. Hmm. Yeah. So my cons list, here we go. So I'm convinced that Burbrook has a weird penis. I I'm going to I'm going to go against that on this one. Really? I really am. Yes, because here's the thing. <sighs> I feel like when you breathe this much before making a point, it's always great. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually the ugly men and horrible men that have giant wings and like sexual know-how. By that argument, though, you should also have a giant wang. And you've told me before that you do not. I said, OK, they're either going to have a giant wang or sexual know-how. I'll say, instead of and, I'll say or. No. I mean, based on our previous conversations, I think you have either. But 
What I'm saying is Nigel licks the puss is what I'm trying to say. Oh, you think he goes he goes uh, down there? He does. I think because he knows that he has to. Like he doesn't have the face. That's true. He's got he's got to work for a little harder. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so I, I don't think he's going to be a bad lover. Yeah, I, I mean I he's not he's not the Duke. Like my wife didn't just orgasm as I walked in the room. <laughs> right, right. I got to put a little effort here and mm-hmm. make it worth her while. I get that. Yeah, that doesn't change the fact that I think he has a weird penis. Uh, when you say weird, what are we talking here? Like it's to an angle? Is it yeah, like I don't know? He just gives me a vibe like he would just have a weird penis. I don't even know what I mean by that. Like, does he have like old man balls? Probably. Does he have a scar on his penis like Wade from Roadhouse? Definitely. <laughs> I I don't know. I just think he has a fucked up a fucked up junk. Okay. I mean, he may have fucked up junks, but he's good at sex. Yeah. And I I understand that. But I mean, you know, you don't want gross shit near you. Okay. (laughs) Um, Also, on the cons list for Burbrook, he doesn't like small glasses. I mean, come on, man. There's a place and a time for a small glass. Stop Mm. bitching about it. I don't want to have to pee while we're dancing. Also, according to us, he's dead. I guess that could be a pro or con, depending on how I, you look at it. I, I think that's a pro. Like, because if you marry a rich dude and then he and dies, then he just then dies. You, just, you get all his stuff and you don't have to deal with his weird penis. Yeah. You just get like a nice, what, what would be back there? The sto- a stone cast of a decent penis <laughs> and you just do your own thing. Yeah. So here's Lady Featherington's cons. Let me, let me knock these out really quick and then, and then we can discuss in bullet points is bitch incapable of love. Only cares about self. She doesn't even love her husband. Yeah. She doesn't love anyone. No. Other than herself. herself. Yeah. Herself. Yeah. That's it. Period. Which I mean is commendable because I love everyone and hate myself. So like I get it. Cool. But those are my cons for both of them. I think after our, our previous conversation, I think that having Lady Featherington as your mother is going to have less of a long-term impact on your life than having Burbrook as a husband. Yeah. I think that one of the big things for me is that you can actually use a bad parent to improve yourself. Mm-hmm. If, if you're not weak-minded, I, I mean, I, I get it. Like not everybody, a lot of people will fall into that trap if you have a bad parent, but if you think about it correctly, you can use that and be like, I'm not going to do this. Like my father was, big into the person this is a personal thing my dad was big into drugs and went to jail when i was young and because of a drug related crime so instead of falling into that i used what i clearly saw as loser qualities and behavior and i said fuck that like i'm not going to do drugs and have that lifestyle so you could use lady featherington's fakeness and bitchiness and say i'm gonna rebel against that and be a nice person be a nice parent i mean penelope she's one of the children she seems okay like she's nice to people yeah I mean, she does throw shade on other people as Lady Whistledown, and we don't even see why. Like, what is your grand purpose in doing that? She doesn't get fame since she's using the pseudonym. Like, is she getting money? Maybe maybe that's... Yeah. What she- I don't know. I don't even... I th- aren't they just, like, giving them out? I don't yeah, think she's I, selling them or anything. <laughs> I think they are. So, okay, then Penelope sucks, too. So, I guess... <laughs> she's a horrible businesswoman. <laughs> a horrible 14-year-old businesswoman. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm leaning... I haven't decided yet, but I'm leaning towards Lady Featherington as my choice here. And I think in in that argument you just made about how, you know, you can use a a bad parent to kind of 
as as motivation in your own life. I would also say that a bad parent can be combated and overcome with a strong, loving relationship that you have with your spouse. So like that is something that you can overcome. Whereas the other way around, if you are married to an asshole that you don't love or even like being around, your mother is not going to be able to help with that. True. You're in it and there's nothing you could do about it. Whereas if you have a shitty mother and then you marry someone who is just loving and compassionate and respectful, that can help combat a toxic parent. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I know you mentioned once you're with that bad spouse, you're kind of in it. But we didn't really talk about this, but we could we could kill both of them. Like, I feel like poisoning your husband would be easier than poisoning your mom, right? I don't know. Well, I feel like you have more opportunities to be feeding your husband something than giving food to your parent. Yeah, that's true. But I do think that if you kill your husband, the wife is the first person they look at. But if you kill your mom, the kids are not the first people they look at. That's that's a good point. Also, I feel like what are your chances of getting away with it? Yeah, I, you're you're more likely to get away with killing your mom, but I I, I do think it would be tougher to to accomplish. But either way, you're going to be happy in jail, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, being in jail is better than both of those. Than either. <laughs> it's kind of I'm just kind of thinking about the whole poisoning thing. That was thinking about it. That was like the number one method of murder back then, and mm-hmm. it's probably like number seven now. Yeah, times are changing. Yeah, poisoning has really gone down the tubes. It really sucks. <laughs> it was a really good way to kill people. Yeah. As as it became easier to track, I think it got harder to get away with. Yeah, true. Yeah. Very good. Whereas point. back when they were, you know, peeing in rabbits to figure out if you're pregnant, <laughs> they didn't fucking know if you're poisoned. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> so the only argument I would have for Burbrook would be that if you grow up in an environment like Lady Featherington has fostered in her home, what are the chances of you actually finding a loving and compassionate, you know, relationship to finish out your life with? Like, I feel as though having her as a mother is hindering the rest of your life, even after she dies. So I do feel that, you know, the argument that she's going to die when you're you're 25 and then you can live the rest of your life happy and go lucky because she was your mother to start your whole life has been impacted by her being your mother even after mm. she passed away whereas if you married a douche when you were 15 or 16 at least you had 15 or 16 good years without this asshole with a weird penis in your life right yeah that's a that's a good point um, I think I have my answer. I, I think after thinking through and talking through all this, I have my answer. Do you have your answer, Dave? Here's a here's a fun thing that I'd like for us to do. Okay, we could decide right now if it's something we want to do. Can we say our answers at the same time? <laughs> sure, let's do it. I don't know how that's going to sound. <laughs> it's going to sound perfect. All right. So, who would you rather have? Featherington. <laughs> Featherington. Burbrook. Now what? <laughs> I think I think for me, you know, for me the the real driving factor is that final point that I made there that as a 
mother, she is impacting your life from the beginning. So you had no point in your life in which you were not impacted in one way or another. You could ask anyone, even after their parents pass away, either good or bad, they're still going to affect their life in the long term. So I think that Lady Featherington and her bitchiness and her annoyingness is going to be everlasting in your life. And that is the worst. I, I get those points, but I I still cling to the fact that you can use all the bad parts of Lady Featherington that you experience as a child and use those to improve yourself and then have a better life once you are no longer with her and married to a better person than that shitty douche Burbrook. I get where you're coming from on that. That is that is a good point. I think that if you have a toxic enough family that you don't even have the wherewithal to come to that distinction, then you're going to be lost in it forever. You're fucked. Both good answers, or should I say both bad answers? Yep. Both the worst. Again, I would rather die. Yes, I would rather die also. Here's the important part. We want to know what you all think. So please head over to our Instagram. We're going to post today. And we want to know, would you rather marry Burbrook or have Lady Featherington as your mom? Yeah, leave us a comment. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And of course, like we said, if you haven't listened to the Bridgerton app, go back and listen to it. If you didn't understand why we were talking about peeing on cats or bunnies or whatever I said, go back and listen to the episode. It was a good time. Yes, please. And don't forget, next week, we are coming at you with My Best Friend's Wedding on Wednesday, February 17th to celebrate Valentine's Day. Dave? Yes, Michael? Will you not be my Valentine? I would love to not be your Valentine. And that is a wrap on Bridgerton. How do we end this new thing? We both say our answer again at the same time. Okay. (laughs) I love it. Burbrook.